Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Welcome back to Vet Techie Talk. And today we're going to talk about sex. Did you know that pygmy, chimpanzees, bonobo monkeys, and dolphins, and us, (laughs) are said to be the only animals that pursue sex simply for pleasure and not to procreate? Is that true? I'm not sure. But I do know that most females in the animal kingdom go through a lot for those babies. Spiky penises, tying, and corkscrew-shaped genitalia? No thank you. Imagine having sex with someone and you feel spikes down there. I'm good. So let's talk about kitty cats first. Kittens can reach sexual maturity as early as four months old. When a male cat is intact, meaning not neutered, or fixed, or whatever you would like to call it, they are pretty gross. They love to urinate everywhere. For me, I feel like they're worse than dogs. The urine, and the reason why they urinate so much, uh, releases pheromones that gives out information about him, like, hey, this thing, it's mine, or hey, DTF down to fornicate. (laughs) Uh, They say other cats can smell the urine from at least a mile away. So I hope you have a lot of cat food because you're going to need it. Tomcats breed non-stop and they'll breed anyone. Their mother, their sister, their grandmother. So if you're not interested in that, it's really important to get him neutered. Not only that, but male cats can be very, very aggressive and tor- territorial. Tomcats also like to run away to try and find a mate, and they can get into trouble, such as getting hit by a car, or fighting, or, you know, just kind of getting lost in general. So, if you don't need any of that or want any of that, please, please, please neuter your cats. Fun fact neutered cats also like to go out and explore, so. Be cautious of that also. Let's talk about queens. Wow, intact females are floozies. They can be pregnant not only by one, but two baby daddies. Queens have many cycles. Their cycle kind of depends on where they live and even the temperature. And they go in and out of heat quick. It can be as little as one day. So, how do you know that Miss Ma'am is in the mood? Well, she'll be super flirtatious. She rubs on you, she talks a lot, and she shows you her lady bits. Rubbing, actually, with male cats too, um, also releases pheromones, and their paws also release scents as well. So them rubbing on you is just kind of telling you that you're theirs. Female cats can be pretty annoying when they're in heat, so 100% get those frisky girls spayed. A lot of people will actually (laughs) make an appointment for these females because they think something's wrong with her because they go from like, you know, being a normal cat to like being all up in people's businesses. So if you have an intact female and your cat is being super weird, she just, you know, wants to, you know, 
scariest thing that can occur from an intact female besides pregnancy is a pyometra, which is an infection of the uterus that is extremely deadly. These cats also tend to urinate more, which is not only gross, but it can attract those gross boy cats. So let's say you didn't know and your kitty accidentally was bred. Cats mating is pretty scary. They are not sensual at all. Females swat at the males and can be very aggressive. It'll take a lot for the tomcat to finally be able to get on the girl. So they have to be pretty careful. The males will try to control her by biting on their neck and a couple of thrusts and a few yelp yells later, the deed is done. Max time is about three to four minutes. But don't feel bad for them because not only is it painful, but they get to do it again as soon as they want to because they can breed anytime after that. After they're bred, you'll notice that your female cat is like thrashing around and hissing. They... Once they're bred, it can take 64 to 71 days for the mother to have her kittens. When she, While she's pregnant and when she does have the kittens, she should be on a high quality kitten food. Yes, kitten food. Um, until after the kittens are weaned and maybe a little bit after that. The reason behind that is that kitten foods have higher calorie intake, which she's going to need to help provide for her kittens, and it also has different nutrients and more nutrients that she'll also need for her kittens. In order for the cat to give birth, you should always give her a clean place to have the kittens, where you can see her but not bother her. You want to monitor for any signs of distress, like a kitten being stuck, or if you don't notice that the kitten's head and forearms are coming out first. One important thing you should try to do once you find out that your um, kitty cat is pregnant is try to figure out how many kittens you have so you're prepared for that. There's different readings on how long you should wait in between kittens. Um, cats that are brachiocephalic, so like your Persian cats, can take up to an hour between kittens before they start their next one. They have really, really round heads and smushy faces, so it's hard for them to breathe and they really need that rest. For these kitty cats, it is pretty common for them to have a stillborn or two, so be prepared for that. These cats can be pregnant from different fathers, like I mentioned, so they can have a lot of kittens. After they're born, make sure you take all of the soiled material and uh, take it out, or you can move them into a clean box. Just be very careful how you handle mom and how you handle the baby. Make sure everyone stays warm, especially those babies, and they should all have a vet visit within 24 hours. So it's really important to make sure you're kind of following the pregnancy so you can kind of estimate when you'll have them so that they can see the vet as soon as they're uh, able to. Woof woof. Let's talk DOG. Puppies can reach sexual maturity closer to six months of age, 
And a decent amount of dogs tend to be cryptorchid for the males, meaning one ball or no ball wonder. So make sure to keep an eye on that. Usually if they're younger, so about eight weeks um, to like 15 weeks, they might the vet might give him a little bit more time for that other testicle to drop or for both testicles to drop. But we definitely want to keep an eye on that and make sure uh, they drop usually about eight to nine months. We'll kind of call it and say, okay, it's time to move on with the neuter. Being cryptorchid is mostly due to genetics, so we always recommend not breeding these guys because they'll definitely pass that on to the puppies. Um, not only that, but surgery can be expensive depending on if they are cryptorchid and if they're inguinal or abdominal, which abdominal tends to be more expensive because you kind of have to go in and search for that testicle. Other than that, it can lead to complications such as higher risk of testicular cancer and they're more likely, the testicles are more likely to twist, which will need surgery. And yes, Mr. Wonderballs can still breed, so please be careful and do not pass this genetic issue along. Uh, intact males have a higher chance of prostate cancer, so the prostate is a gland in males that help with um, sperm transportation, so human males, you have this too, uh, and you can also get prostate cancer, so, you know, make sure you go to the doctors when you're like 40 or 50, I don't know. Uh, with prostate cancer, their buttholes can get pretty massive and pretty stinky. I mean, you can see these buttholes from like a mile away. Intact males also tend to be more aggressive. They run away just like your kitty cat counterparts. They urinate everywhere and they like to make weird faces when they smell something. My biggest question with intact males is that clicky jaw thing that they do and they'll usually salivate and make that really dumbfounded face. But don't worry, it is not a seizure. They just really like that smell that they're smelling. So watch out for that. Intact or not, when they are happy or excited, they love to show their red rocket. So have fun with that very sticky thing. Another sticky thing I would like to note is schmegma. Fun fact, human boys, babies, or toddlers, they can also get schmegma. In dogs, uh, they t it tends to be like a greenish-yellow substance that is completely normal and very, very gross. They also like to put their schmegma on you when they like you, so they're pretty nasty. Uh, the bulbous glandus is something too you want to watch for. Um, that is normal in intact and neutered males. When they're excited, those tend to enlarge and they can look like testicles, but they're not. Uh, the bulbous glandus uh, helps with the coitus action. Um, they enlarge, uh, so well, we'll talk about that later, but it's completely normal. I know I've had a couple clients call and say, my dog is neutered. Why do I see testicles? Those are not testicles, completely different um, reproductive organ or gland or tissue, whatever you want to call it. 
uh nipples male dogs do have nipples and they have a lot um so your husband or your boyfriend or your brother has nipples so does your male dogs i don't know how many (laughs) calls we get with a picture um or a concern that there is this bump on their male dog and we try to explain to them that it is a nipple and yeah um one time i got a room and her she was super concerned she was calling and calling and she comes in and she's like my dog has all these bumps is it cancer is it melanoma and i could not tell her what it was i had to leave the room and have the doctor go in because i was gonna burst out laughing so (laughs) watch out for those nipples male dog heat i am sorry to say That is not a thing. That is another one that I struggle with, especially when men say it, um, that their male dog is in heat. I've also had people that work for us say about male dogs being in heat. Male dogs don't go into heat. (laughs) That is a menstrual cycle thing. So just kind of, you know, let that get out of your mind. Male dogs, no heat. Uh, One thing with neutering males is a lot of people don't want to do it because they think it'll make their dog mean or scary or tough, and that's not always the case. I've met a lot of dogs that are super duper sweet and they're still intact. That aggression and that meanliness is more genetics than anything else. So you can have really, really sweet and nice dogs that are still intact. They're pretty gross though, so... You know, still neuter them. Another factor that comes into play with that is the environment. You know, if you're neglectful and didn't give that socialization period, that can also lead to aggression in these intact male dogs, which obviously you don't want because eventually they'll turn on you too. They may not want to, but it just kind of happens. There are no bad dogs, only bad owners, which I don't really like that quote because sometimes people just don't know what they're doing, hence the podcast. But a lot of people, it's just kind of, you know, ignorance is bliss. So we don't always want to judge people that are having behavioral issues with their intact dogs. Um, dogs do like to hump, whether they're neutered or not. It's not always sexual. A lot of the times it's kind of like playing. They want to test boundaries. It's a way to, um, see if who's dominant. Some dogs will hump if they're more dominant or trying to be more dominant. And some dogs kind of lay on their backs and show their bellies. That is a sign of submission because their ventral abdomen is the most sensitive part of them and they might piddle a little bit. So humping, not always sexual. With neutering, it does not mean that we chop their testicles. Each vet does it differently, but basically a small scission is made in the scrotum. The testicles are pushed through. They tie the cord, cut the testicle part off, and then they close it, and voila. Very simple, not traumatic. We tend to personify our fur babies, especially men who share their same little fun bits, but trust me, they won't know. If anything, they'll be happier and 
can focus on other things that make them happy and not be so worked up all the time. So let's talk females. These ladies are ready to go between six to eight months. Some doctors say that if they're living their best life and have a really good diet, they go closer to six months. Their first cycle can be silent, which means there's no blood, so definitely be mindful of that. The more cycles these girls have, the more likely they are for mammary cancer and pyometra. So remembering that's an infection of the uterus that can be very very deadly so always keep in mind spaying please 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 spay your females it's way cheaper and much safer for them so you want to breed well it's way harder and not as cute and pretty as it seems i've had a lot of clients not necessarily regret breeding because obviously you have these cute adorable puppies but they definitely don't want to do it again Most veterinarians don't recommend breeding until the pups are two years of age. That way that um, they're fully grown and you want to make sure they're getting a lot of exercise, they're getting high quality food, dog food, and they don't have genetic issues. Cough, cough. Your Frenchies, Bulldogs, and Pugs, you want to watch those their nares, make sure they're not super closed. You don't want to breed that because then you need synonic nares surgery, which is expensive and ouchy, and just be very careful with those breeds. One thing you want to watch out for with females also is that they can have a recessed vulva, meaning that it's kind of tucked in and that bacteria can build up, which can lead to more UTIs. So you don't want to breed um, a female that has that because, again, you'll need surgery to fix that and that costs money and you don't want to really want to continue that. Uh, issue in the puppies some other things to keep in mind with breeding is you definitely don't want to breed a too big of a male to a small female so a german shepherd male to a chihuahua female please don't do that and just even within the same uh, breed you want to be careful that the male isn't that much bigger than her because that can cause issues you also don't want to breed any dogs with chronic issues because they'll pass that on to the puppies and you definitely don't want to inbreed because hello that causes issues i don't know how many clients think that it's totally okay for fathers and daughters to breathe breed or brothers and sisters to breed they can get genetic issues just like we can So what happens when you breed? Well, you can do AI, so artificial insemination, where you hire someone to collect sperm from a male and insert it into a female. Uh, The sperm definitely goes through a lot of testing to make sure that everything is going to go okay and the puppies will be okay. But if you're more interested in au natural, for pups it can go either way it could when they first meet it can be friendly or not so friendly sometimes you have a little bit of a dominant female and she can be aggressive towards the male but it's definitely uh, a safe bet to let them sniff you know every uh someone with the male holding the leash and someone with the female holding the leash and kind of kind of letting them sniff especially if they haven't met each other Um, If it goes well, they'll kind of mess around for a little bit. He'll mount her a couple times, not always 
you know, attaching himself, but he'll mount her a couple times, see how she reacts. Uh, and then they kind of just wait until she lets him. He does what they need to do and they tie. Uh, this is where the bulbous glandus comes into place. So that gland will enlarge uh, while the muscle in the, vagi- uh, in the vagina uh, presses against it. And that way the penis can't uh, leave. <laughs> Once this happens, they kind of face butt to butt. So this kind of tying is what they call it. Uh, ensures that the sperm stays inside the female. Um, so you always want to make sure that these dogs are calm and they don't try to separate because it can be very painful and if they untie which please don't ever untie them it can cause a lot of issues and tearing and ouchiness tying can last as long as 20 minutes i've heard and read stories of it lasting an hour um so you know you definitely want to keep that open communication with your vet when you're doing these activities um but once the swelling goes down they'll release and that's how it's done you definitely want to know the date that you bred because usually within 45 to 55 days um, you can take radiographs and see how many puppies you're expecting with uh, just like the kitty cats you want to make sure your female is on a really good high quality puppy food and you want to make sure there's no pregnancy issues or birthing issues, also called whelping. Um, you know, puppies not getting stuck, especially in your uh, brachiocephalic breeds, your Frenchies, your Bulldogs. Uh, they, nine times out of ten, need a C-section. Please don't do the C-section at home. We've had a couple people try and do that. Obviously, it doesn't end well. So, ex-nay on the home A breeding A. So, to breed or not to breed? That is 100% your choice. Please make sure you do lots of research on your breed, on what to expect, different things that you need to know. Take a class if you can find one. Always have extra money for emergencies. Again, keeping in mind your brachiocephalics. And I also want to say dogs like dachshunds or corgis that have that long back you want to be careful with them too breeding is not easy you know people always make those videos about how cute it is and all that fun stuff but it's it can be very heartbreaking and you definitely have you know blood sweat and tears um i recently helped um, with a c-section on a dog and she was it was a french bulldog she was giving birth at home one of the puppies got stuck and we went in uh, in the middle of the night there was just two nurses and the doctors to try and get the puppies out we had to do a c-section all the puppies that she had at, in our hospital survived i think there was one or two that didn't make it at home Um, And we had to do the emergency C-section and then obviously spay her. So it can be very scary and it can be something that you don't expect. So just, you know, keep an eye on your pup, see, make sure everything is going okay. And always, always, always expect an emergency and don't be afraid to call or go into the doctors. A lot of people also go into breeding for pay, but just keep in in mind that it might not work out 
the way you want it to you when you especially when you have the female you have to put out for her you have to put out for the puppies you have to vaccinate the puppies these guys can't go um and be sold until they're eight weeks of age so you have to pay for all their vaccines at least the first round um all the tools that you need that emergency room visit uh a lot of the times if the female has been bred too much they might need spayed um, at that point and you want to make sure that too much breeding doesn't start to affect your puppies a lot of you know quote-unquote breeders sometimes breed when they're younger than two years of age which can cause a lot of complications so sometimes the mother isn't ready to have those um that litter and they kind of don't really know what to do uh the their body isn't ready for that so you have more likeliness of dystocia which is problems during pregnancy um sometimes the mother can reject the the babies when they're trying to feed and things like that so try to keep those things in mind if you're thinking about breeding always 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 practice safe breeding and don't be afraid to call your vet office to get some tips and things that you should know i'd like to conclude the episode with some interesting facts about sex in the animal kingdom in general that I found interesting while doing a little bit of research. One, the praying mantis, a female, likes to eat the male after they mate. Uh, It's said that because the action requires so much energy, they get really, really hungry and they go jump onto the male. And they also say that the male tends to seek breeding um, if they're not expecting to live long afterwards. So might as well go out with a bang. Um, some species of monkeys uh, slash apes use sex to avoid conflicts. So that's interesting. Um, the grossest one that I have always known and have always hated is the se- uh, the snake mating ball. Oh my gosh. I like snakes. I used to have a snake. I don't mind snakes. But could you imagine a, oh, I can't even think about it, a ball of slimy snakes just wiggling? I mean, these things get pretty massive. It's gross. You should definitely look that up on your free time. It is so nasty. (laughs) Um, The other one that I find interesting is female lions will eat um, sick babies because they don't want um, the scent of the sick babies to attract any predators. So they will eat them to keep the rest of their babies safe which is terrifying because could you imagine eating your baby Mm -hmm. um and then the last one that is kind of funny is uh koikas or i don't really know how you say it um but these guys q u a k k a s or sorry q u o k k a s uh they throw their babies at predators um so that they can save themselves and their other babies so (laughs) bye bye baby sorry about that 
But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions, please feel free to message and we'll talk about it. Thank mm-hmm. you.